I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Magikarp. Magikarp is a genuinely inspirational Pokémon. Work your ass off. You cannot get around, you have to work and work and work, I can tell you. And it drives me crazy when people say that they don't have enough time to go to the gym for 45 minutes a day and work out. Or to do something for 45 minutes to an hour a day to improve. If it is physically improved, or if it is mentally improved. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Don't listen to the naysayers. It is reassuring to all of us Magikarp to know that we can level up and become a Gyarados. Magikarp itself is infamously pretty useless. It emerges from the Pokeball and, unlike most other fish Pokemon, who ethereally seem to float in the air as easily as in the water, Magikarp simply flops on the ground like a real fish brought onto land. Even the Pokedex piles onto Magikarp, to the point that it comes across as kind of mean. Pokemon Gold says, An underpowered, pathetic Pokemon. It may jump high on rare occasions, but never more than seven feet. Pokemon Ruby is even more mean. Magikarp is a pathetic excuse for a Pokemon that is only capable of flopping and splashing. This behavior prompted scientists to undertake research into it. While Pokemon Sun, at least, does give some reason why Magikarp aren't extinct. Although weak and helpless, this Pokemon is incredibly fertile. They exist in such multitudes, you'll soon grow tired of seeing them. Its uselessness is reflected in its limited moves. To this day, Magikarp can only learn four moves. The utterly useless Splash, along with Tackle, Flail and Bounce. Magikarp is usually the only fish which can be caught with an old rod. Further cementing its status as a joke, a dodgy dealer in a Pokemon Center outside Mount Moon will sell you a Magikarp for 500 yen. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Because of its seemingly ineffectual nature, Magikarp is a go-to when people think of amusing ways to trap a player in one of the Pokemon games. It's well worth checking out the videos of Picaspri on YouTube if that sounds amusing to you. While it is entirely possible for a player to escape a Magikarp trap, there always seems to be at least one trader in every Pokemon game who has gone for a team of six Magikarp. I wonder if they were the victims of some kind of prank. Despite, or perhaps because, of its uselessness, people really like Magikarp. There are mountains of Magikarp merchandise, t-shirts and figurines and plushies, even Magikarp-shaped Taiyaki pancakes in Tokyo. Even the Pokemon Company officially have a lot of love for Magikarp. Not only did they release Magikarp Jump in 2017, a game where players could catch and raise various coloured Magikarp for jumping contests, but they also published the Magikarp song on their YouTube channel, a love ballad to the fish. 
My personal favourite piece of Magikarp love is the stage Magikarp Festival from Pokken Tournament. The ship-based arena doesn't do anything too special, but my word, the music. If any tune from the Pokemon games deserves to be pumped out in the club, it's this one. My girlfriend Shen counts herself among the folks who love Magikarp. My entire life I've had fish as pets, like aquariums and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, my dad had a saltwater aquarium when I was really young, and then we always had uh, freshwater aquariums, and then even in college I had a, an aquarium of my own. And goldfish, not the big googly-eyed ones, but the carp-type goldfish were always a favorite. And I think I like Magic Carp because it's not necessarily a fighting Pokemon, but a Pokemon you have more... I always viewed it more like a pet than like an actual Pokemon. That makes sense. So I always got really attached to Magikarp even though it was kind of useless in my team. And even though it did turn into Gyarados and became useful, I actually didn't like that as much as just having a Magikarp around to just have as my little buddy. Do you like it if you could have your main team of six Pokemon and then just a Magikarp as your pet? Hell yeah, I would. Like, if you would be flopping around behind me on the ground going whoop, 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 and I'd be like, yes! Like the Pikachu and Eevee that you immediately took off your team oh. and let's go. I'd rather have Magikarp. Magikarp is based on the Koi Carp. While the English name uses Carp, the Japanese name is Koi King, covering the other base. Koi are colorful collector's fish, known for their numbers and their tenacity in swimming up rivers. Hiroshima's baseball team, who started out as serious underdogs, are known as the Carp. The Pokemon Center in that city is decorated with Magikarp and Gyarados, and I even bought a t-shirt with a crossover between the team and the monster before I went to a game. The most significant inspiration Magikarp draws from the Koi Carp is an old legend from the Yellow River in China. The story goes that a school of Koi were swimming up the river when they came to an impassable waterfall. Most of the Koi gave up, but the bravest continued to try to jump the waterfall. When one Koi finally made it, he was rewarded by the gods and transformed into a dragon. Magikarp's jumping moves like Bounce and Splash reflect this myth, as does its placement in Pokemon Snap next to a waterfall. Most significantly though, Magikarp could also undergo a transformation if it tries really hard and reaches level 20. What? That's not gonna work! Magikarp is the worst! Magikarp can evolve into Gyarados, all it needs is a little kick! Water in the hole! I told you Magikarp weren't useless! The name Gyarados is the same in Japanese and most other languages. Gyarados is an elaborate portmanteau of many Japanese words, meaning things like massacre, storm, conflict, and adversity. Gyarados is perhaps the most iconic water-type Pokémon in the whole series. It appears in every Pokémon game, cameoed in the very first episode of the anime, and had roles in both Pokémon the first movie and Pokémon Detective Pikachu. The Magikarp to Gyarados transformation has become shorthand for a character who appears weak but can be powerful with some time investment. 
I knew it would be worth my time to recruit Donnell in Fire Emblem Awakening when a magazine described him as the Magikarp. Gyarados is a long, eel-like fish creature, reminiscent of a Chinese dragon. It looks similar to Koinobori, the carp flags which are flown in the wind for Children's Day in Japan. This may explain the fine type. While Koinobori are joyous, and East Asian dragons are generally benevolent and mystical beings, Gyarados more resembles some kind of sea serpent. Historically, monsters like sea serpents and krakens have been blamed for shipwrecks all over the world. In the original beta version of Pokemon Red and Blue, Gyarados' English name was even Skull Kraken. The Pokedex entries continue this trend, saying things like Brutally vicious and enormously destructive. Known for totally destroying cities in ancient times. It appears whenever there is world conflict, burning down any place it travels through. A tale is told of a town that angered Gyarados. Before the sun rose the next day, flames utterly consumed the town, leaving not a trace behind it. It fires hyperbeams in all directions, burning the surrounding area to ash. There are some regions where it's called the Deity of Destruction. Appropriately, Gyarados is a legitimately powerful force in competitive Pokemon video gaming. It went from strength to strength as it was given abilities and physical moves that could use both its water typing and attack stat. Poetically, the move it was most famous for was Waterfall. In the 6th generation, Gyarados gained a Mega Revolution. It was always a beast, but a bump in stats and a new dark typing turned it into a genuine monster. For many players, Gyarados introduced us to the concept of shiny Pokemon. Shiny Pokemon didn't exist before the second generation games, and in Gold, Silver and Crystal, a red Gyarados could be encountered at the Lake of Rage. To this day, it remains the only shiny Pokemon to be acknowledged in the storylines of main series game. For the most part, the feature remains a quiet, open secret. Nobody is denying it, but the Pokemon company rarely talk about it. Friend of the show, Patreon supporter and number one superfan Andrew Rice feels the inspirational power of Magikarp. He got in touch with this to say. What's up, Little Pokemon? It's me, your boy, Andrew, here to talk about Magikarp. Now, obviously, Magikarp is a bit of a butt of the joke. He's just a little fish, flops around, doesn't do a whole lot. I mean, you know, most of the time you get him, he only knows splash, doesn't even know tackle. So he's not a particularly useful Pokemon. But I think he also taught a lot of us young kids about patience, about hard work and determination. Because we all knew that Magikarp was not going to be useless forever. We knew he could evolve into a really cool fish, dragony, blue snake thing. So Magikarp taught me that, you know, maybe I should, instead of just chucking out my starter for every battle, I should start using other Pokemon. Pokemon that need to grow, Pokemon that need to become something better than they initially are. And, and that's what I did. I put Magikarp first in my party, so for every fight, he'd be the first one out. He would get the XP, or half the XP, despite not really doing anything. But, but one day, I knew he would become this 
wonderful magical sea dragon and it's quite like nothing else I mean uh, obviously uh, you know there's XP share items and they become more and more prevalent as the series has went on but I'll always remember the days when I had this terrible fish who just could not fight but through my own will and determination became a magical wonderful dragon and that that's that's not a memory we'll ever get especially not with xp share items that there's nothing else that will quite compare to the beauty of turning magic up into a gyarados Boy. Nobody is born a Garados. No matter how much of a Magikarp one feels, it's possible to get out of bed, go out into the world and become better. That's a message I've tried to take to heart, and it's why I love this big dumb fish. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon was written by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Big thanks to our supporters on Patreon, who help keep the show on SoundCloud. If you're enjoying the show, Find us on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN and be sure to spread the word or get in contact about the Pokemon we'll be covering next, Lapras and Ditto. I'd love to hear from you about any monster, so please get in touch. I love Magikarp, and remember, I love you too.